Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Stay refreshed with Taste Salud, the ultimate hydration experience. Dive into the world of Agua Frescas, designed to elevate your day, boost your energy, stay hydrated, and unwind with Salud's on-the-go stick packets, each with just one gram of sugar. Exclusive for our listeners, enjoy a 10% discount on your first order with code TASTE10 at checkout. Visit tastesalud.com for the full selection. Taste the difference with Taste Salud. Cheers to health. Welcome to Inside the Monster with Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. Welcome to episode 62 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. The Red Sox split an all-important two-game series in Cincinnati. Joey is back in the building. How you doing, Joey? Yeah, good, dude. Needed that. Needed that split. Mm-hmm. There's one thing that I was saying right before this series. If you go back and listen to the series preview that we definitely did for this series, yeah, it was all me saying, like, if we can just split it, if we can just get one of these games against these Cincinnati Reds, I'm going to feel a lot better about this team right now. Yeah, I, I remember you were saying it so much, and I'm just like, Joey, like, stop putting pressure on him. Like, I know this is a huge series mm-hmm. here, and I know there's a lot on the line. Again, we've talked mm-hmm. about it. Implications. Tons of of implications going on in the big since. And yeah, it 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 went down, I think, the way have all these two gamers gone this way? Well, no, they got they got swept by the Braves. I I say that they they probably lost like all the two gamers. So I'd have to go back. They split the other they split the other red series. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Two gamers suck. We've already talked about this. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh one thing I wanted to say right off the top here is we were mentioning it before we recorded. Joey Votto is the coolest guy. Forget baseball player. I've always just wanted to be buddies with Joey Votto. Like he just Same, doesn't Same. he just seem like the coolest dude ever. During this game, game two here, uh, in the big sense, Joey Votto is with the fans. And he, here's the big difference. Now mm. the Red Sox, and I I know the Red Sox do this a lot when seasons go poorly, which luckily for us doesn't happen too often. Remember 14 and 15. They were doing stuff where it's like players take selfies with the fans and like they're on Lansdowne. Or I think it was what at that point it's Yaki, now it's Jersey. And they they incorporate, you know, they do giveaways and all that stuff. You got to have people happy when times are tough. This isn't what Joey Votto was doing. Joey Votto, and, and of course the Reds are significantly out of it. I think they're like 30 under or wh- wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Votto was just chilling, man. Like he's on the IL and he's just hanging out with the fans. I, I think he was having a couple bevs. Looked like he was enjoying himself a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't, you just can't really teach that of a star. I know Joe Kelly did it when he was suspended after the Tyler Austin fight. And you just don't really see that ever, though. And for someone like Votto, who I think is a pretty obvious first ballot Hall of Famer, for him to just be hanging out in the crowd with the fans is the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. I love that. I I do too, man. I, I love Joey. He's somebody who's like unapologetically himself. And I think we use yeah. that a little too much. We say, like, oh, this guy's himself because he always eats chicken before games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's this just guy. a quirky guy. Listen, this guy sometimes he you know, he'll show up to the <laughs> show up to the ballpark and he's drinking a milkshake. This it's guy's like, what nuts. this guy walks to the beat of his own drum. It's <laughs> like, nah, Joey Votto is out here like like just being like incredibly open about the kind of person that he is, about like the kind of brain that he's got, and then just, like you said, walking out there. I didn't think it was him at first. Oh, I did. I'll say this. He's pretty recognizable. He's got His beard looked like it doubled in size in a day. Yeah. And I was like, what What happened there? So I, I did think it was an impersonator at first. It wasn't until I saw somebody on Twitter um, 
who had like taken a selfie with him. I was like, okay, that's Joey. Yeah, like up close, I'm sure that's him. Because I had the thought too, like there's no way he's actually doing that because that's a first bell at Hall of Famer just walking around the Great American Ballpark. Yeah. No, that's exactly what he was doing, man. That's a park I want to get to, and Mm -hmm. it looks really cool, but it's also empty every game. (laughs) It's like there's something about that where regardless of how good your park is, when it's empty, it takes away like 30 to 40% of the coolness. And I'm really talking about Camden Yards. When I've been there the last like four or five years, and obviously they were in the hunt this year and had some really mm-hmm. good crowds, even though there were still some times where like three or four games out in the last couple of weeks and it's back to kind of being empty. It's like, come on, Baltimore. Like, I, I know football is almost back, but like, you did not expect to have a team this good. It would be nice if you showed up to more yeah, of the games no, down the stretch. Dude, but, I was, yeah. I was cutting up some footage earlier. And I was uh, working with some Reds footage, and uh, you were cutting like, up some oh. footage. Yeah, it's my job. What do you I mean you were base- cutting up? Oh, for uh, beat the streak. For beat the streak. Well, you yeah, threw me off the cut- Reds. I was like, "What are you doing cutting up Reds footage?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man. Uh oh. Uh oh. This is what kept oh. Joey out of the PV episode. It's coming yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm struggling, dude. I'm I'll I'll be fine though. Don't worry about me, guys. Just send your well wishes and uh maybe maybe some tasty treats to to my house. I'll put my <laughs> Leave address, your address in the right show, here. show notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's down below. Um what was I saying? Oh, I was looking at Red's footage, dude. Classic. And um I I went to pull something, but it was like I was looking for a recent clip and as I watched it, I was like, Oh, this is twenty twenty. I can't use this. Yeah. And and then looked at the date and it was 2022 and I had to watch it back and be like, oh, I guess there are fans here, kind of. It must have been like a weekday day game, man, because, I mean, this was like, it was a home run to left field and mm. nobody caught it. It just sat there. It took there me too long to realize around. you meant nobody in there. I, I'm slow right now, man. That's this what is, I meant by 2020. I mean, no, it oh, made man, perfect like, sense. Fans yeah. must be not allowed in the doors. No, they are. It could They're have sold out. Coming. It had the capability of it, but it was probably like 10%. It's just sad mm-hmm. to see some of these, right? For especially road games for the Sox, where it's like a lot of times. And Camden's another example of that. I know I already mentioned it, but I'm just saying it, it doubles as a park where you could have majority Red Sox fans for some of these games. Now, not this year, of course. It's a bummer. But, yeah, it's a um, bummer for 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 those players. Like the Rays is another one. It's like, yeah, it's just a, just a bummer to like show up at your home ballpark and be like, man, they are cheering for the other team aren't they yeah and i i saw mm. the uh the astros clinch the al west in tampa which feels weird by the way like there yeah, are certain there? there are certain al teams where you're like oh right like you're both in the same league astros at tropicana feels very interleagueish. that does not that does not feel like they're in does this make any sense what i'm saying does that i get i know exactly what you're saying because every time we go to the trap i feel like we're the only team that goes to the trap I know. doesn't it feel like the like, only games are against the red Sox there because it feels like oh man that i can't believe this is happening to us man <laughs> i can't believe we have to play in this dump yeah like a lot of teams do no there's Everybody a lot of teams that do and, and i know the astros were in the nl for for a while there which it made no sense do you remember that by the way, yeah. when the NL Central yeah, had six teams and the AL West had four, I'm like, guys, crazy idea. Have <laughs> one of those Central teams go to the AL West. They're like, oh, good idea. But yeah, I... Man, you gave them that idea? I did, yeah. I told Bud Selig, I was like, here's the deal. I've been crunching these numbers. And Whoa. if you minus one from six, it equals five for both the AL West and the NL Central. I never would have thought of that, dude. That's props to you. Yeah, it's kind of like the Dusty Baker high five thing. Like that's my fun fact is I'm the reason why every division have, has five teams now. <laughs> so it's wow. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I I just just a, a quick update here. This segment's called Steve Update. I am in mm-hmm. the the Bronx right now. What is this sponsored by? Do we have a sponsor for this segment? Uh, I'm pretty sure this is Spencer's toothpaste. Spencer's toothpaste. That's right. There was a mm-hmm. kid at BR named Spencer that I did not that I did not like. Is it because he was nonstop talking about his pace? No, he was mean to me. Being mean Uh, is, like, so specific. You had a work bully? I had a work... This was seven years ago, but I Mm -hmm. I had a work bully. And, uh, yeah, it felt weird. I don't think I had been bullied since, like, middle school where I wore a Red Sox shirt every day. Which was, Mm -hmm. looking back on it, it was kind of funny bullying. of just be like, no, ma. Like, it wasn't really, it really wasn't that bad. I'm like, don't say the name. No, it was probably worse than that. But anyway, in the Bronx right now, they were supposed to have the media game on Thursday. Got a late invite. 
I felt bad, Joey. I really, I really tried for you to be in this game, and I know you would mention like, hey, doesn't like you know you weren't gonna be able to get down here. You're coming off of New Orleans. I get it, but mm. I had your back, Joe. I, I wanted you I to be able to play that, in this game, and then it doesn't even matter because I was in the train coming down to New York. I left around one on Wednesday. I was pretty ecstatic. Wanted to play in this media game for a long time. Haven't been able to get into Fenway one yet because that is a hot ticket. If, and it's it's a seniority thing too, and I get it. If you've been around, mm-hmm. you know, the Pete Abes of the world, all those guys, they want to play in that game. They've been doing this for a while. I get it. But for this one, I was super excited and then get the email during the train ride to New York that the game is canceled because it's going to rain tomorrow. And it reminds me how annoying the rain has been this season. I mean, it happens every year. But I feel like content-wise, the rain is really anno- – it's messed up a lot of stuff. And it just pisses me off to no end. So ended up uh, in New York a night early and just went to Yankee Stadium to see if Aaron Judge was going to make history. He did not make history. Left a little early, which is so against my DNA, thinking that they weren't going to get oh, – it's like, oh, he's not going to bat in the ninth because they're up. It's all good. Oh, wait a second. The Pirates are terrible. So he did get up in the seventh and eighth inning. I left after the seventh A-B, the seventh inning A-B. But luckily they walk him, so don't miss that. We'll talk a little judge in the series mm-hmm. preview. But I say all this to say that I hate Yankee Stadium, and it's the absolute worst. And we've talked about this before. Is it the, wor- is it the worst? You've been to the trap. Is it the worst? No, it's not the worst. But I'm more like it, I'm more mean like oh, it's the worst, man. It's the worst. It's not the worst, but it's oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it takes it, forever to get in there. It takes so. And this mm-hmm. is for a. I understand the judge thing. But it's a Wednesday game against the Pirates, and it takes forever to get in there. I was just trying to get chicken fingers, and that process took like an hour because I was almost at the front of the line, but then Judge was coming up, and I didn't want to miss it. So I I left the line and then had to come back in, and then I get the chicken fingers, and I'm like, do you have any dipping sauce? And and this this older lady is like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. We only have cheese. And I'm like, what? You only have cheese? (laughs) <laughs> their dipping for the chicken fingers was cheese <laughs> what it was insane and i look back and there's a bunch of you cups of ketchup there's a bunch of cups of like melted cheese i'm like what what is going on here so i do Sorry, remember we only have cheese we only have cheese sweetheart i don't know i made her southern for some reason but yeah we we walk further down or i, I we it was i'm there by myself walk further down to where we did a food review earlier in the season you and i because yeah, yeah. I remember they the do have the sauces. The they got some sauces there. So okay, got some barbecue, good. and it wasn't that bad. That's the thing that sucks about Yankee Stadium, and no one really cares that much about it. I talk about it every season. But the chicken fingers and fries are very good there. But their mm. dipping sauce selection is trash. So it's like, what a waste of time. I mean, it sounds like they don't even have a dipping sauce selection at some places. At, at, at some places, they just have cheese, honey. Yeah, they're like, we got cheese and hand sanitizer, man. That's all we <laughs> got pick for one you. Those I don't are know. your options. Whatever you think is better, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm bummed that the media game's not happening. It's really sad. But we'll be here Thursday for Sox Yankees, and we'll talk about that in the preview. I know yeah. Joey, we I, talked a lot when you were uh, hopping on in Nola about the Plawecki thing, and mm-hmm. I brief. So here's the deal: I feel mm-hmm. like internally, I've gone back and forth in this a little bit, but I've basically stayed in the lane of. It's still not bugging me that much, and it never really was bugging me that much. And I tried to get upset about it, and I was like, ah, I really can't. You tried? You sat down and were like, let's get I was like, let's, let's get, get pissed there. about this. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, everything's been bad the last, like, two months, all the news with this team. Like, what's right. what's been the best news? What's been the best Red Sox news of the last two months? Uh, uh, Bayo looks good. Ba- Bayo I think it's Bayo. It. No, I think it's Bayo. Yeah. 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 That's probably. Oh, uh, Kike extension. I get. I, I'd take Bayo, though. Yeah. Yeah, Bayo looking good. Just for good the is, you know the implications it. that has, and then I guess Bogey's Lots chance of a batting title, but even Casas. I mean, where where is Tristan at at this oh, point? Oh yeah, Casas getting called up has got to be it. It's true, but I mean, he also he's gone zero for sixteen in his last sixteen. With can you, can uh, two, you hear that? Can you hear that? Oh, big time! I can hear that. Oh, I'm wow. going to talk like it's not happening. Uh, <laughs> he's gone zero for sixteen or two for eighteen. <laughs> I think in his last eighteen with uh, two walks and like two singles. So. He is hitting 079. That is, yeah, I'm no baseball so, expert, but that's not great, Joey. No, I mean it was cool enough when he when he had that homer. That was cool. Yeah. But I mean, it's just a lot of ground balls. He's not even like lining out hard or like, you know, whatever, getting caught on the warning track. Yeah. He's just not making good contact at all. 
So that was cool when it happened. And obviously, like, I, I don't think that this says anything about him as a player. But if you have to get excited about one thing right now, it's probably Bayo. Yeah, probably is. But about the Plawecki thing, I know we've already talked about it, but it's still, I mean, that story stuck around for a while. And, and I was, I saw Red Sox stats tweeted out that Cora had addressed it on our buddy Brian Barrett's pod uh, now at the ringer yeah. off the pike. And so I listened to it and I was, I was glad Cora handled it the way that he did, but he was pretty definitive in saying like that he was stunned at the reaction. Like he was very surprised at the reaction that it got. And the quote I from pulled, the, from the fans. Yeah. We got to stop. What is going on here? Is this like the biggest fire of all time? It's just you're. What's going on? What's going on? Are you okay? Can Are you, you on can fire? You, can you hear? You hear that? Yeah, it sounds like fire trucks, dude. I remember recording in Manhattan. We were <laughs> my apartment was right by like a firehouse, and this would happen all the Terrible time. Terrible call, and it would Terrible drive me call. absolutely nuts. But hey, in the Bronx, it's happening. Whatever, it's all good. Um, and for those asking, oh my god, you're staying in the Bronx? Yeah, it was the last second trip, so in the Bronx, it's all good. Whatever. Uh, Cora had what said, saying? yeah, Cora. Yeah. So this is the, the quote that was interesting. Reaction. This was the quote that was interesting to me. He goes, I hate the fact that people are just pointing the finger at Haim. That's not the case. Communication on this has been going on for a while. I was part of the process. I was part of the decision and Kevin knows it. So he very wow. specifically was like, Hey, let's, this should not be as big a story as it is. He understand. He then addressed the Evaldi and Hill comments and mm-hmm. said a big reason why they were upset is because they they had left early that day. I think Hill had to pitch the next day, and Nate had left. And mm-hmm. so they got the news when they were home. Understandable that's going to have you feeling a type of way. Apparently, like, 20 of the Sox guys, and I know they I think they said this on the broadcast with Monaco, but, like, 20 of those uh, the other dudes on the Sox, bro, uh, stuck behind and have a, had a couple bevs in the clubhouse and were talking about the good old days, which sounds like a blast. That would be fun. That sounds great. That sounds I want to have a big league career just so I can get cut. <laughs> just so, so that I can, can get happen. cut and have a couple brews in the clubhouse with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, like, what, was, great, what was your life goal? To make the bigs? But no, I'm not done yet. That's not the point. The point I'm is to get cut yeah. <laughs> so that I can hang out with the boys in the clubhouse and have a few beers. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, work so hard to get there, and then I want to <laughs> stop working so I can get cut ASAP. Yeah, so... Cora was pretty definitive on it, and mm-hmm. oh my god, are you kidding me? Do you? Oh my did you god. not hear about the Bronx fire? <laughs> oh my god, did you not open dude. Twitter, dude? What is going on right now, bro? All right, hopefully that's it. This has to be the biggest like, fire. Oh, of all I got to do a podcast tonight. I'll get a place in the Bronx. That'll be quiet. That'll, that'll be quiet. <laughs> it was quiet for like an hour before recording, and then the fire team is the fire team. That's what they call them. <laughs> Yeah, the rescue heroes. <laughs> the, the rescue heroes were like, let's out. screw this guy. He's the worst. Um, all right, hopefully that's the last one. But anyway, long story long, I still didn't, wasn't too, you know, beat up over it. Sox are a last place team. There were two weeks left. You want to give some guys some looks at the big league level. Understandable, they're out of the race, but having these games is more important than not having them. And Cora was kind of stunned that it was a story. I do at the same time get where you're coming from, Joey. I'm not even saying mm-hmm. your approach to it's bad. It's just that I think I think it became a bigger story than it probably needed to be. Did I say something about it on this show? On this show, you were pretty definitively angry. That it was that when I was in New Orleans? Yeah, you were pretty pissed. Sounds like me. Yeah. Uh yeah. No, so here's the thing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> And that's how I feel about it. <laughs> Dude, is this the biggest fight? Am I about to burn to the ground? Like, what? Wow. Uh, we're keeping this all in. My apologies if you're listening on the road. This is going to be annoying. But anyway. Yeah, would you would you check that out? Uh, well, we got breaking they're testing, news. They're, they're testing all the fire engines in the Bronx. <laughs> in the Bronx. Oh, man. Uh, no, what I was going to say, dude, is... Cora stepping in and saying what he said kind of feels like you're like arguing with your mom, mm. and then dad comes in and he's like, "That's enough. That'll. That's it." Yep. You're like, okay, yeah, no, sorry, no, I just was. It wasn't like that. I sorry. Yeah. It was like immediately uncomfortable. I read that when he was like, "Hey, I was a part of this too." I was like, 
okay, no, it's no, it's good. I mean, I get it, totally get it now. Um, but no, I mean, I still, I still feel the way I feel about it. I still disagree with it. I guess I'm, for whatever reason, probably because of the the fear and implications of Cora, uh, I, I am a little, <laughs> a little less riled up, and the fact that I'm not talking to you from Bourbon Street, I'm not as riled up. Yeah, you you were yeah. pretty animated. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. That was weird. No, you guys had fun. Hey, it's a bachelor. It's a bachelor party weekend. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But um, yeah, I, I just think, I think the story became a bigger deal than it needed to be. And you know, Weck Dog was in on it the whole time. It's not like he was so caught off guard. Like holy, holy hell! You let. I'm sure <laughs> of all guys to cause a scene, he would be the absolute last guy if they did do him dirty. But seems like this has been talked about for a while. Cora probably gave him a heads up. It happened. They've moved on. It is what it is. Now, the one thing I did want to mention on that that we didn't have time to get to last episode is clearly that's how Nate and Rich feel, though. And so that's yeah. a part of this. Like, you can you can disagree with how players feel, and people could be like, oh, you know, and, and I'm more of the belief of, hey, you're in last place. You can't really be nitpicking at this point. But Nate and Rich obviously are free agents. They feel like that. That means something. That carries some 100%. that carries some weight. And so as a fan, that's a little concerning of guys that you would want back in your rotation uh, for next season. That's a hundred percent where I was coming from. With yeah. like why not I know it sounded a little dumb when I said like just let these guys have fun. That's not what I <laughs> you know. I don't mean to just, just That's let what them, it's all about. Know, well it's about whatever. the kids. It's about the kids. It's about the kids. Of course it's about the kids. That's what I meant. Let these guys have kids. Yeah. Um <laughs> Let these guys reproduce. <laughs> the Red Sox have this weird thing where they don't let the players have kids. This actually isn't they really publicized at all. Yankees, it's facial hair. Sox are like, when you're here, you can't have kids. You do not have kids. If you already have kids, no, you don't. No, you don't. Don't mention them once. Don't even think about bringing them to the ballpark. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, even, I don't even remember what I was getting. Oh, it's, I was more getting at the idea that, like, just let there be some some solid clubhouse chemistry right now. Let yeah. everybody be on like go into the offseason with a good taste in their mouth. Yeah. Especially some free agents. It's a leave here going like, man, and they they did my dude dirty. <laughs> and they also, you know, blindsided me a little bit that I I was at home when I found out that my personal catcher was gone. And and when it didn't even matter anymore. When I mean, we weren't in in a postseason chase. I just think it's it's not a great tone to set. I think it felt a little tone deaf to how much he matters to those guys. And if this was a season that was going a little better, obviously this conversation doesn't matter as much. Yeah, but, this wouldn't have happened. I mean, they they wouldn't have done yeah. this. He, he would have still been here uh, pushing the cart. What do you, did we get your thoughts on the home run cart? You think this is it? I know we I talked about it with my dad, but. I was gone by then. It's got to be the end. It has to, um, right? Yeah, bringing this back next year would be a little much. Yeah, no. I mean, I thought it was going to be gone the second he was gone. I think that so. also would have been a little much. <laughs> like, immediately, really? like, bang, it's gone. I understand. But Veritech was a big part of it, too. It wasn't just Ploiecki. Mm-hmm. And Tech's obviously... I think Tech's going to be here. I Veritech is probably going to be a part of the Red Sox until he's dead. Let's be real, right? You think he's going to be here for, like, decades? Actually, now that I say that, he's probably going to get a manager position isn't he yeah if, if he had it his way know. though and I, I know Catherine has hinted at that he wants to be a manager mm-hmm. um but I, if he had it his way i don't think he would hate just being around the boys being around fenway you know anytime we see him at the park he's getting he gets treated like he's one of the best players on the current roster and i and he should mm-hmm. he's jason veritek he's an icon here so i think because of that tech's still here they'll still do it and you know you got to ride out the season but I'm ready for the next thing. Whatever the next celebration is. I kind of like the cowboy hat mm-hmm. in Anaheim. It's the one cool thing that happens there. Um, I mean, what else? What other? The home, I mean, run, home run jacket in cool. Toronto is pretty cool. That's actually, I, I like think that. it's cool, but I don't want to copy any no, of it. No, I'm saying just like, say... just like, a, I, I get, no, I, I don't mean that as a copy. Yeah. I mean, that is like, I like the attire thing. I like to put something on. And who knows what that is. But like seeing JBJ mm-hmm. uh, the other night hit a home run for the Blue Jays. First off, that was mm-hmm. weird. But mm-hmm. Vladdy putting the jacket on him, I'm like, this is so this this year is so weird, dude. dude you got Vasquez, Vasquez, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the, Vasquez popping the, champagne mm-hmm. in the trop with the Astros, 
and JBJ's getting the jacket put on him by Vladdy. I saw, you know, Chavis tonight. Not that the Chavis thing doesn't really, but more. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just another guy. It's another guy that was here that's somewhere else. And that's why mm-hmm. the Red Sox uh, aren't going to make the playoffs this year because the Ice Horse isn't in town. That's obviously why. I know. I do. What uh, this one actually did feel weird. That it felt weird. If you can follow that sentence, mm. seeing Deekman pitch in the um, White Sox um, Southside City connects. Yeah, you know what I mean. Bizarre. It's like the black with the white pinstripes. Mm. It's like Southside. I was like, what is that? Who? I can't think of a jersey that fits less on somebody. That's what we called. What uh, are we doing? It was crazy here in Southside City. That's what we called our. Our wiffle ball team when I was growing up. Southside City? We were in the south side of Hingham. So it was Southside wow. City with an S for city. How dumb is that? S-I-T-Y? Yes. So it would be triple S for the, for the logo. We had someone make us a logo that was like three S's in like cursive form, and it looked really cool, I got to say. Southside Hingham. Southsiding, yeah. Were you guys little, like throwing up? A little like, bit different than the south side of Chicago, that's for sure. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but anyway, moving on. We uh, we <laughs> got season-ending hip surgery for Garrett Whitlock. I think a lot of people probably saw this coming. I probably you know thought they were going to shut him down, but he is getting surgery and should be ready for the start of spring training. Joey, I will ask you this, and I think we look at it the same way. What position? Should Garrett Whitlock be playing reliever? Yeah, right. He's a reliever. It's I knew you were. I was gonna jokingly jump in before you finished that question earlier, but yeah, I didn't think you were actually asking. Yeah, it's reliever. It's, it's reliever. gotta be. He's gotta be in the bullpen. And yeah, I just don't like that it's being pitched as like, hey, and who knows what the Sox are gonna do next year. <laughs> and in that interview that Barrett had with Cora, he was saying the same thing. It's like, well, bullpen wise. We got to see what we're doing with Wit and Hauk. I'm like, bullpen. Doing what? <laughs> Have them in the pen. Like, I think they should keep throwing with their right hands. <laughs> yeah. And that's, is that any other questions? I think that should do it, right? I so. think if you put either of them into the rotation, it's, it's a little bit of a cop-out. It's like saying, ah, we couldn't, we didn't find anybody on the market we liked, so we put this guy in. It's like, no, there, there should be somebody out there. I think there's someone out there who you might like, you know, because we talked about it a little bit on the last episode. You need two arms. You need at least two arms in that rotation. Oh, I thought you meant. I think you meant like as a person. Like, no, there's. You can only have one arm and pitch. Some people have one arm and pitch, but you need at least one. Who was that dude for the Yankees that threw a no hitter with one arm? Um. Yeah. Abbott or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judd Judd Abbott. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. He threw a no-hitter for the Yankees. It was crazy, dude. Uh, yeah. Jim Abbott. How Jim. crazy is that? Throws a no-hitter. He's got one arm. That's a little nuts. Now, I understand you it's only crazy. need one to throw, but, like, he can't even hold his glove. That's crazy. I know. He had it, like, under his arm. Yeah. that That's, yeah, a, weird. that's a dog right there. If you're throwing a no-no with one arm mm-hmm. and the Red Sox haven't had one in 14 years, this guy did it with one arm. Like, pick it up, guys. Come on. Pretty crazy. Anyway. Pretty crazy stuff. No, but I'm saying you need at least two starting pitchers. Oh, right? I'd say at least, next year. at least four. Oh, you're saying add two? Starting, two? The, the Boston Red Sox. I'm saying add need to, two starters? Need to add at least two. Yeah. Starting pitchers. And to just pluck them out of your bullpen is not a fix because now you just need two more relievers. It's just, it's you can't just like patch holes with things you already got. Like, how about you just keep the relievers the relievers and you get some starters to be your starters? That's how it should work. It's not, it's not a crazy idea. I don't think so. Garrett Whitlock this year, I didn't know the innings were this similar. 39 innings as a starter, 39.1 as a reliever. That's a little nuts. Wow. I mean, understandable wow. that he had less starts, and starts go longer, Joey. I don't know if you knew that, but four one five ERA as a starter, two seven five as a reliever. Uh, do they have any more splits here? It would be nice if you got more splits. Batting average against as a starter, two sixty one. Reliever, one seventy nine. OBP as a starter, three oh five. As a reliever, two eleven. OPS as a starter, seven twenty three. As a reliever, five forty seven. So obviously, all the numbers are better, and these numbers were significantly better before a couple of brutal outings out of the pen for him. So, I mean, these numbers are already drastic, but they were even further apart 
before he had a couple of tough outings. Obviously not at 100%. So Garrett Whitlock, reliever. Don't mess with it. Do not mess with it. That was a clear issue. In terms of the list of mistakes for the 2022 Red Sox, there are several. But Garrett Whitlock being moved to the rotation, pretty high on the list. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about it before it happened. It's one of those, like, we called it. Like, it's hard not to say I told you so's. Yeah. But but we kind of did. Just leave him there. And we tried it. This was the experiment year, you know? You already ran the experiment, and you have the results. You're looking at them right now, and like you said, it's even numbers. It's even innings. You know, you have as, as close as it could possibly be sample size. You ran your experiment. It didn't work. Like, yeah. there's there's no need to have the conversation anymore. And granted, some of those starts, like, he was hurt. He was already showing signs of, of slowing down, and his hip was bothering him. I remember there were a couple starts where we saw him limping off the mound. Dude. And we're like, he's obviously limping, right? He honest, he was out there acting like he, like, fractured something in his leg. But mm-hmm. he's got some long legs on him because, like, he'll limp, and it's like he's on stilts. <laughs> he's just, like, slowly coming off the mound, like, one Two, one, like really <laughs> taking his time. Yeah. But Garrett's a uh, ITM alum. I keep forgetting that we had him on in spring training. Me too. That Me was too. a long time ago. Shout out to Brian for lining that one up. But uh, yeah, that was that was a different. T- that feels like an eternity ago. I can't believe that was the same season. That feels like a different guy. Too. I know. Like, that's the, that's him, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, that is him. But uh, yeah, anything from this series that jumps out? No. Extremely forgettable. If you look back at this year, I think this series, considering the circumstances, the fact it's in Cincinnati, about as forgettable as it gets. Yeah, I think Votto in the stands is probably the biggest one. That was the coolest thing I saw. Next to Brian Bayo yeah. getting out of bases loaded, no outs. That was nice. Right, right, right. Yep. It's just cool That's to have it. a Bayo on your team. Like, and, and we'll see. Obviously, it's we'll see how he does next year and, and moving on into his, the, his future. And I think too much is being made. Let's... Cut it with the Pedro comps. Enough of that. Cora alluded to that, too. He had answered a question. He's like, we got to stop with this Pedro stuff. That's no more of that. But still, he, I, I think he gave up his first homer. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, it from, from JP here. Brian Bayo began his MLB career with no homers allowed in his first 44 and a third innings. Prior to Bayo, it had been 46 years since a Red Sox pitcher began an MLB career with a homerless streak that long. Wow, pretty crazy. Did he say who? Did he say who it was? Yeah, take a guess. It was in uh, 1976. Nope. Rick Jones, of course. Oh, you say? Did you say 76? Uh, yeah. Oh, that was 46 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I thought you said 26. Oh, right. So, because you would have had Rick Jones. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That all adds up. Yo, Michael Walker was on my train. No way. It's kind of random. He should have been there sooner. No, Oh, never mind. They're not playing. No. Never mind. You know when you do like... When never you mind. Just, when you just do a, a good old double take? Mm-hmm. Like he walked, he walked past me. I'm just like, what? <laughs> what is... What? <laughs> like, what is Michael Walker doing here? He's starting... What was that? I don't know. Is that a plane? This might be it. This might be it for me. There is just Steve, crazy stuff going on outside. There's the been window. a lot of cars that have gone by, and they don't sound like that. Well, I gotta, like I jet. gotta apologize. I'm on the road, so I'm not in my nice, comfy studio setup. But this is tough. It's authentic, though, right? It's like, oh, okay, he's he's in the Bronx for a big four gamer against the Yankees. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure everybody's first thought is like, "Oh, well, it's authentic," you know. <laughs> yeah, they're not pissed off at all. <laughs> He's being very authentic. Uh, I, I mean, that sounded like an alien spaceship. I don't know what just ha- flew by your window, but you should not be near the window any anymore. Yeah, for- yeah, that's that's definitely a problem. But yeah, it was it was just funny seeing Waka, tall dude. My goodness, very tall dude. Coming from Boston, huh? Yeah, Boston, Boston to New, New York, York, making the the start on Thursday. So how about that? I didn't have anything else for this series. Uh, Bayo. Mm was cool. Seabold gave up a bunch of dinkers. Uh, he didn't look that bad. He'll get a few more starts uh-huh. probably. But Sox didn't do really anything in game two. JD, oh, you got to send him, by the way. Fabulous. I know. Send him, bro. What are, come on. These games mean nothing. JD had a chance at an inside-the-park home run. Send him. 
set, get, he, if he, get he kills a guy in the outfield and then <laughs> got an inside the parker. It's I mean it it looks as like an inside the parker in the box score. I, I just think any chance of sending a guy or getting what like any risk that can be taken in these last fourteen games, just do it. Who cares? You got nothing to lose. Yeah. Fabless. Send them. Send, get send the arm JD, going. Yeah. Send JD constantly past every base. Yeah, uh, yeah. Get as much out of this contract as you can. This is it. <laughs> Make him. I don't earn care. Everything. I don't care if he's rounding first and the like. Shortstop has the ball standing at second. Send him past second. Don't <laughs> slide. Got, Just keep running, baby. You got two weeks left to JD. Lead him off. Get him a bunch of at bats. Mm-hmm. He was taking grounders at first the other day. Have him play first. It's a terrible idea catcher, because bro. he's going to take gear. games I don't from Casas, but just do it. Yeah, have JD catch. Have him pitch. I don't Get, care. Squeeze as much out of this guy in the last two weeks of this contract as you possibly can and send him. Have him write a memoir for his like his hitting coach stuff. Yeah. To write it all down. Have him give Lead Fenway it. tours. Get as much out of this guy <laughs> as you possibly can. Fenway in these tours. Could you, do you think JD would be a good Fenway tour host? No, I think he'd be terrible. I think he'd be terrible. I think I, think I don't he, think he'd want to do that JD, at all. <laughs> JD reminds me of certain buddies that if it's not something that they really want to do, they are so mm-hmm. out. Like there's no middle ground of like, yeah, all right, we'll do that. Yeah, why not? I'll go there. If it doesn't have to do with hitting, JD does not want to do it. <laughs> He's like, I'm so fine not doing it. So get as much out of him as we, you can. Fenway Tours. Fenway tours. I could see him. I could see him being like a good peanut guy or something, like doing that. I could see him having a smile on his face, giving somebody some peanuts or something. Yeah, whatever but, job he would have, he wouldn't want to move much. That's true. JD that's as true. a ball boy would be kind of funny down the line. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't blame him, dude. I do a job where I don't move much, and that's on purpose. I know, not moving at all right now. No, this is sick. This is hard work. <laughs> this is sick. Not even moving. Uh, yeah, I think that's I think that's it for our series recap. Again, enormous series out of the big sense. And we are going to come back. No series MVPs. Did we make that rule of a split? There's no yeah, MVPs for a split. A, yeah, it's okay. only wins. Only wins. Uh, coming back with our closing thoughts here on episode 62 of Inside the Monster. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Have you heard of Nordic Knots? The Scandinavian rug company that has become the insider brand gracing some of the most beautiful homes around the world? With rug designs by some of the world's leading designers and a signature collection of wool and jute rugs in modern colors? But Nordic Knots is not just about great design. Their mission is to make quality rugs that last, with no compromises. Goodweave certified, handmade pieces woven in all natural materials. At NordicKnots.com, it's easy to find a rug that's just right. A curated collection in lots of colors and sizes to choose from. Even custom sizes are possible. So, whether you're the type who loves the understated elegance of their luxury essentials or the bold statements from their top designer collaborations, you can't really go wrong. Oh, and don't tell anyone, but right now, you can get a free sample with the code INNERCIRCLE. NordicKnots.com We are back on episode 62 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster. Rich Hill was number 62 in 2015. Remember, do you Damn remember right. when Mookie robbed a homer to finish off a complete game for Rich Hill? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. It was in 2015. It was like last week of the season. I remember going to baseball tavern that night. That was a fun night. I was dancing, Joey. I was I used to dance down really? there. Oh, I downstairs used to dance. Yeah, I'd say last week of 2015, I was probably probably, you know, probably dancing. Probably dancing somewhere too. <laughs> this is kind of a forgettable number. Not like that surprising yeah. 62. John Lester, 06 Lester. Yeah, early Lester. I can't say I remember him wearing 62. That no. had to be. How many games do you think he wore? If you get this right, I will send you a pizza whenever you want it. How many games mm-hmm. did John Lester pitch in 2006 with the Red Sox? Eight. Fifteen. Can you give me the pizza anyway? You're like, I'm going to need that pie, bro. Yeah, I'm going to order a pie right now, actually. What we're Might as well. <laughs> Lester had a 4.76 and 15 starts in 2006. He was 7-2, and two, which says a lot about the offense that year. Speaking of 2006, it's been 16 years to the day that David Ortiz set the record for most Red Sox home runs in a season. So, shout out, Poppy. Shout out, Poppy. You think, uh, oh, well, we have a series preview. We'll talk about it there, talk about records and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some good judge discussion. We're staying ahead of them with our episodes. Oh, Shout yeah, out Aaron to Jake, Jake yeah. Peavy's helping. Definitely helping the case there by giving us episode 61. Now we're on to 62. We're going to finish ahead of judge. I think he's on pace for 66. Mm-hmm. We'll be good. Yeah, it might get close, actually. <laughs> 66. There's no way he hits 66. That he gets 66. He's well, I, I've been following uh, our buddies over at Talking Yanks and they updated mm-hmm. every night, so he might be 65 now. If he gets 66, he will you send should... me a pizza? No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I, I would never do that. No, okay, good. Don't ask again. Okay, I'm never gonna send you a pizza. Yeah, if <laughs> loud and clear, loud and clear. Yeah, um, no, I was gonna say if he gets 66. Or gets close to that. If he gets like 64, 65, he should just juice it up and go for 73 at that point. I think he's got to – what does he have to do? He's got to hit like a homer every game to tie Bonds the rest of the way. We'll talk. We'll, we'll save the judge talk. We yeah, got some yeah, judge yeah, talk yeah, for the yeah, preview. Yeah. But uh, closing thoughts time. This is so random, but this is what closing thoughts is. Yep. I had a nightmare the other day 
oh, that, damn. Ra- that Raphael Devers disappeared. That he just completely Whoa. disappeared, and there was a search for him, and it was like a nationwide search. Like, it, it was all over the place. They were trying to find him, and they couldn't find him. And so I went through the real emotions, Joey, of Devers not being on the Red Sox. He was well, pre- presumably dead. Presumably dead. Too. Presumably dead. Hopefully, yeah. again, these are nightmares is what happens. I'm, I don't want to even say that. But I went through the emotions of him not being on the team, and it was the scariest thing ever. It was like going in the upside down, no way to get out, and it's just it's a dark place that can't happen now because I had that nightmare. Haim needs to extend Rafael Devers, preferably this offseason, and for the rest of his career. So I, I just... The worst is when you go through those emotions. Like, you go through the real emotions of what the yeah. thing is, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, okay, all right, cool. I actually, this is yeah. so stupid, but when I woke up, I, like, looked on Twitter just to make sure. I was like, <laughs> is there a search for Devers going on right now? Like, just in case, like, you heard it? Yeah. And, like, yeah, like through like, your neighbor's wall, like, yeah. heard the news loud or something? <laughs> I'm like, all right, good. There's no, this Twitter's not going off about Raffy disappearing. So, uh, yeah, it's a Jeez. it's a random closing thought, but it was it was the first time I had seen the Red Sox without Devers, and uh, it's scary. So that it can't happen, dude. I um, don't remember the last time I've had a, a nightmare as an adult. I have dreams pretty often, but nightmare as an adult, those are those are few and far between for me anyway. That's Dude, I don't know what's Those going. I don't know what's going on. Last night, like, our our place was flooding, and I like couldn't get out. What's going on? I, this is. Oh, that was a dream too. That was a dream too. That wasn't. Yeah. No. No, that didn't happen. Okay. No. No. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Hey, I'll I'll report back on what happens tonight. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I know. It's... Yeah. Let us know. See a therapist or something. I don't know what to tell you. I have to start talking to somebody. But uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm talking to somebody time. about these dreams, dude. I know. Yeah. So I had a dream. That I, I was killing all these little animals. Yeah. And I, yeah, no. Uh, my closing, I mean, it's just going to be Nola, dude. Let's just talk about Nola for like another yeah, how hour. Was it? How was it? Dude, Nola's awesome. I know you mentioned Nola when you hopped sick. on, but like, I didn't know that it's like a big like party place. Like, that's, you kind of mentioned that. Yeah. So I found out. So our plan was to go to somewhere we could do some gardening because mm. that's how we all met. Yeah. We met at the, the the fence actually we were all gardening together yeah or not to get just near each other and uh i said hey go socks and they were like you like the red Sox?" Mm. and i was like yeah and then we all became friends so we were looking for somewhere to garden and when we got there to new orleans we were like this is not like orleans france at all <laughs> a little which different. is where our gardening group goes to goes to garden every year for our annual trip <laughs> And uh, yeah, so instead we just drank for five days. Um, that town is ridiculous, dude. That town's ridiculous. I so before we went out on the town at all, we went to like just this like little market. Like you know, you long stay in a hotel, you got to get the amenities. You yeah, know, you got to get get some waters for the room. You know, get some BFA back at the place. Do your thing. You know, I mean, mm. get settled in. And uh, we're waiting in line, and the woman in front of us has like eight-inch platform boots and, like, fishnets and a tutu and a corset. And we're looking at each other like, jeez, freak, huh? <laughs> and then we went out on, on Bourbon Street that night, and immediately we're like, wait, I think we were in the wrong in that situation. <laughs> I think that's a very normal person here. It is. <laughs> and I think we are the weirdos. Not her. And then by the end, I mean, we totally were like, yeah, okay, that's what you do here. You you go nuts. There's no rules. It's a lawless, lawless yeah. place. And I don't know how anybody lives there. Uh, it seems like a place that, that you visit and and then leave. As we were, like, getting on the plane, we all kind of looked at each other and we're like, I couldn't have done another night. I don't know I'm what would have I'm stunned you were there but... as long as you were. Hey, you saw Tommy Brady get a W, though. That's pretty cool. I did. I did. Uh, the game was awesome. I mean, well, the game the game kind of stunk, to be honest with you. It was, like, really low scoring. It was, like, 3-3 three, three in the third quarter. The fight must have been kind of nuts. The fight was crazy. We were immediately like, that's going to be the tell from this game. Like, that's going to be the, the, the headline out of this game. Um, but it, it was cool, man. Uh, the Superdome is huge and mm. beautiful. Um, it was my first NFL game ever. 
Oh, cool. I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah. So so that was that was a cool thing. Got to see Tommy. Got to see Jameis. My, uh, the groom it was a surprise to him. He's a big Jameis fan. He yeah. happened to bring a Jameis jersey that he just bought. That's funny. So it was like it was like pretty uh pretty perfect timing there. Uh things are uh, th- things are expensive at M- NFL games. People talk about like oh you go to a ballpark and like oh things are whatever. I went to go grab like food and drinks and come back it was me and two other folks and I spent well over $100. Yeah. It's it's Well, I mean the only uh, hey, they only crazy. got 8 of those a year. That's one thing that's crazy. You look at some mm-hmm. of these stadiums and you get 8 games a year at that stadium. I and I get that there's concerts and all that, but for like sure. the main purpose it's not even double-digit games, unless you're like the Patriots for that run where you'd get a couple playoff games too, but still. Sure, yeah, but e- even then, yeah, it's like this thing is here for max a 10. handful of, yeah, max 10 events. And then like, yeah, like you said, like, yeah, Country Fest and, yeah, Garth Brooks country, is in yeah. town. Yeah, you love Country Fest, dude. You're a huge Country Fest guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was awesome, man. It was good stuff. The groom broke his arm. Nice. Uh, I, yeah, I lost my glasses so successful trip. So that's what I'm talking about. That's... He's good. yeah. He's dude. He he broke his arm and is refusing a cast because he doesn't want to get married in a cat. Like he doesn't want to have the weddings next week. Yeah. He's like I can't have my wedding photos in a cast. Eesh. So it's just gonna be dangling. He's like yeah. He's like I'm just gonna deal with it. He's like and then they go to their on their honeymoon. They leave for Paris the next day. He's like oh. I'll just deal with it when I get back. I guess. Oh jeez. Yeah, well, I think it feels like a jerk. I mean, you can't really go home to your fiance and be like, "Hey, yeah, I'm a doofus, and now we gotta have these wedding photos on our wall of our home for the rest of our lives." Where I have an arm cast, it's gotta grind it out. Yeah, I'm got gotta. no option. But alrighty, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm glad glad you survived to a to a certain extent, and we are back in business with the series preview coming up next of Red Sox Yankees from the Bronx, where you heard all these beautiful sirens during this episode. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peral. Go Sox, kid. Inside the Monster is a production of Odyssey in partnership with the Boston Red Sox. The show is produced by me, Steve Peralt. Our executive producer is Lena Glazer. Mixing and video editing by Joey Capone. Special thanks to the Red Sox and Major League Baseball for their contributions to the production of this podcast. (laughs) 